the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Y'all keep talking to him. You're okay. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867 as we broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road where uh, Calvin is uh, trying to answer uh, a question that's... Uh, we don't know the answer to. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, I'd like to see him do that. <laughs> Give him a question he doesn't know the answer to. I think you're there. Uh, he I just keeps staring there. at the phone as though the answer will come. <laughs> I'm still betting on porcupines. Some, something's taking the bark off. No one, no one seems to think we have porcupines in Bear County. Oh, yeah. We do? Oh, yeah, we do. Because Calvin shook his head when, he, when she said Bear County. He's like, mm, no. Yep. We do have porcupines? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Hmm. Well... What was it doing? You want to describe it? Maybe somebody, if well, they've had uh, porcupine damage, they can cause it. It looks like the, the bark's been stripped off of the, the tree. Up at the top, though. Yeah, well. That's what he kept saying. It looks like it's sloughing off at the top down. Yeah, but it's it's toward the top. Okay. It's not, it's not the tippy top. But uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I think it's too... It's too much to be squirrel, and yeah. squirrel doesn't fool with citrus that much anyway. It's porcupine. Okay. I don't know how we're going to prove it. Uh, we can just uh, kill, just... kill, find the porcupine, or have a run in with <laughs> a porcupine. If you got dogs, they'll yeah. they come in with quills all there in their face or whatever. Yeah. You know you got porcupine. Well, welcome back. Well, thank you. I went to, uh, where did I go? Uh, up north, northwest. Uh, Fredericksburg? <laughs> further, further west. Uh, San Angelo. Oh, yeah, you did go. Okay. San Angelo. And I uh, had a good crowd, and we talked about uh, blue bonnets, and we talked about uh, Texas Superstar plants, and... They were a fun audience. They hadn't heard my old old spiel before, so I was like a fresh audience. You know, <laughs> they laugh at all my jokes. And, yeah, so, and Sandy's telling you we've heard them all. Yeah, we've we, we done it so, so many times. They can tell them, you know. Here you ought to try that sometime. Just, just kind of set them up and then point, and then see if they get it. That'd be kind of new. 
But anyway, well, how was it green up there? And it rained. Oh, did it? It rained severely uh, yesterday. It's porcupine, Calvin. You think for sure? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hang on. Okay, now go. There you go. I know. It'll just pull. You're okay. Here. It just got tangled. There you go. All right. You don't believe it's porcupine? Well, I've just never seen damage like that from a porcupine, and especially on citrus there. Yeah. I would think they'd pick something that was tastier than... <laughs> Well, I've never seen squirrels do that, that's for sure. Oh, no, yeah, I wouldn't think of squirrels. And it, it looks like a physical damage of some type. Well, and then the, so, the fact that the top is dying from the down indicates some kind of, gir- well, of course, it yeah, could it's be girdled. girdled physically or it could be girdled from any kind of a... I, I suggested that they send that to... Uh, our friends at the extension service and see if Molly or David recognizes anything. Yeah, put it off on there. Yeah. <laughs> since we don't, <laughs> since we don't know the answer. Uh, uh, yeah, it isn't. That was an unusual. unusual but I've symptom. I've seen I've seen dead porcupines on the road out at Fair Oaks. Yeah, Some they don't. They hardly oak, eat any have. branch, any trees, though dead ones. Dr. Shreve, Laura Shreve, used to have trouble with porcupines all the time huh. on his apple trees. Oh, yeah, apples are apples and, and peaches. And they'd strip, them, strip yeah. them down just like that. So anyway, I don't know when you... See, but boy, that's serious. I mean, that's a lot, that's a lot of Oh, yeah, action. a lot of bark. A lot of action. That's the way to start today. Huh? I don't know if yeah, any, with a question we can't answer. I don't know of any diseases or anything that, that would cause that, especially on citrus. Yeah. And they they stripped they stripped them off around the thorns. What what kind of tree was that? It's supposed you to be. An, he thorns said an orange, but it had thorns. It had big thorns on it. Yeah, which looked looked to me like uh, what's our. Uh, Rootstock. Oh, uh, oh sour, sour orange. Yeah, Ex- except they said they had fruit last year. Yeah, but yeah, there were thorns on there. There were serious thorns on there. And they, uh, who, whatever uh, also it was, had, stripped right around that. Yeah, right around it that also thorn. had that look of like a sour orange. Uh, yeah, the the bark is a little, a little different and uh, mm-hmm. uh, looks that looks a little bit like a tough. Straggly kind of compared to other citrus. Well, you have a you have an interesting article in uh, yesterday's paper, I guess, preparing for the winter garden. Pretty pictures of broccoli and and uh, Swiss chard against a background of Brussels sprouts. Yeah. <laughs> That's two nasty things. Isn't it? <laughs> Leaves look nice, though. But uh, that broccoli looks good. Yeah, the uh, and David had a pretty good audience yesterday. Yeah. Oh, did he really? Yeah. And then good. I, then I'm going to do that program next uh, Saturday at 10 a.m. at the. Oh, that's right. I was supposed to. Do, I've got some posters to drop off here. Oh, good. Um. And hopefully we'll get a, a good attendance, too. 
Yeah, and anybody wants to come to this one, we'll give them each a, a uh, court uh, transplant of uh, as long as the choice is less broccoli or kale or uh, cauliflower, cabbage if they want cabbage. <laughs> all all the good ones, uh, all the all the good greens crop. Well, and. Uh, well, it's cooled off a little bit, oh, so it, it's actually yeah. acting like a little bit like fall. This morning, yeah, this morning was serious. I went out though uh, yesterday. I bought a, I bought a mess of the. Uh, I was going to try this early planting, and went out there yesterday afternoon. Man, I lasted about uh, 45 minutes, and I had to go back in. It got hot, Jimmy. It was yeah, it was hot and humid, and uh, and uh, between me and the. And the vegetables too <laughs> looked like they were too happy in the full sun, but then this morning, uh, it, they really, really did make you think of uh, broccoli time. I had a uh, root, a stump grinder, out, out of my place this morning, and gosh, you have a nice piece of equipment. He runs it remotely, you know, and he drives. Oh, drives nice! And that, but. Uh, he did was t- doing one of these old hackberry stumps, and I mean, then all of a sudden we heard all this crunching and cracking, and it's noise. And I said, "Oh no!" And it was a uh, like an anchor in the middle of that big stump that had gr- been grown. I guess it was a either a fence gate or a, mm-hmm. or some kind of a a, a, a anchor for us. Pole or something in there, and that machine just ripped into that. But luckily, it got out of there uh, in one piece. I, and it just reminded me of how how much how much trouble you can get into in that that digging and the oh, yeah. stump grinding and all, all those kind of kind of tools. So anybody that does that, uh, be real careful and uh, uh, see if you can identify where your wires are, and uh, you know, you know, if you have a shed out there. You, you got a story too? Well, no, I'm just thinking. Uh, so now we know what to get you for Christmas is a metal it's detector. It is. Yeah. <laughs> a what? Can a metal detector. Can we ask oh, a yeah. question on the air? Yeah. Well, can we ask it on the air? Can you come on the air with us? So okay, you grab the mic. Is it an What's the matter with my Althea? Looks dead, but don't tell me it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Jerry I already told it's it. Jerry yeah. already did. Yeah, we're sorry. Uh, Trace is looking at it. Uh, Tr- Trace and Jerry are uh, are Althea uh, experts. They, they like them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, that doesn't mean that. How, how, is it a big thing or what? What's ten it foot do? tall? Two of them together. 20 years old, and all of a sudden there it was. One of them died. And Both I... of them. Now there is a little bit of new green underneath something like that. And um, and how how long did it take for it to die? Well, it's been a couple weeks. Couple of weeks. But did it go at once, or did it slowly move down? No. I thought, boy, that doesn't look very good. Well, sounds like a root rot. Yeah. Could be fertilizer. What should I do? 
You you need miracle grow. <laughs> Miracles. Really? You need a miracle. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it. I think it's cotton root rot, or, or it can, could be cotton. cotton. Well, the only the only, well the uh, they sometimes make it come back. Oh, okay. the shoot, the shoots coming back up kind of make me think it's not, but but it could be. You take your pick. They they're sensitive to but a lot of root rot. Help to cut it all back. You should cut off everything that when you scratch it. If it doesn't show green, it needs to come off the tree. Okay. See that one shows a little green. No. No. Quit it. Yeah. You, you gotta scratch it with your fingernail or a pocket okay. knife, okay. and you'll see a Martha Stewart green that right okay. underneath that. Then then you're good. You don't Very see good. you don't see Martha Stewart green. It's, okay. You keep cutting till you find it. Martha Stewart doesn't live here. No. Uh. <laughs> that's the, that's my best description of that color, though. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't be too optimistic. Okay. But how many? The the growth that's coming up is coming from shoots in the ground. One. Oh. <laughs> but then I did notice, like this, is a long stem. Well, down here it looked like there were a couple new green leaves. Hmm. But they're they they are um, notorious for root rot. So this thing is how old did you say? Well? Twenty. Twenty years old. Almost wow. as old as I am. Oh yeah, you planted when they planted it when you were born, right? Right. There you in, go. In memory of their first daughter. There you go. There Any, you go. Anything else around it dying? There's four clocks growing underneath oh. that. <laughs> yeah, they'll do it. They'll, they'll move in. Uh, but nothing, no kind of, no roses or anything no, like that. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think Jerry and I agree that it's, it's some kind of a root rot, the, the, the betas. You, you don't want it to be, okay. if it's got cotton root rot, it probably doesn't have much okay, chance. Okay, I'll cut it back and hope for a miracle. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Good luck. And don't plant another althea in that spot. Because if, if it's cotton root rot, eventually it'll... They're, they're susceptible to cotton root. That's why they're not widely planted around here. E- even though there's some big, nice ones like you were talking about. But... It, Okay, Thanks. sorry. Thanks sorry. Now better news. All right. Yeah. 308 8867. 308 8867. Well, that was. Uh, we got the, the we second need, one. <laughs> we need an easy question that, that'll bring people up. Well, that one was relatively easy, but it was, uh, it was just sad. disappointing. Yeah. Well, welcome to the disappointing Millburgers yeah. Landscape Nursery. Well, yesterday, yesterday we had lots of. I know. Po- didn't we have good? Positive oh, yeah, lots of positive questions. Yeah, oh, so we Jerry, were, Jerry's back. We were helping put, people right and left yeah. today. We're just sending them home. It's dead. <laughs> Porcupine. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Weird stuff, huh? Yeah. 308-8867, if you'd like to contribute and be a part of the show, 308-8867. Maybe you've got a dead porcupine you'd like to just talk about. All right. And we lost Trace. Where'd he go? He was going to tell us all the things that were... Uh, well, let's remind everybody that uh, if you want to get uh, a pre-emergent down, if you had trouble with winter weeds last uh, year, you want to get it down real quick. Uh, the weather's cooling a little bit. They'll start germinating. Well, you're a little late right now, a couple of weeks, but it should you should uh, control most of them. 
Amaze XL. You want you want to review the label of the herbicide to make sure that it covers the weed that you were bothered with. The thing about Amaze is that it gets the broadleaf and the the grasses, and so if you had rescue grass and bed straw or beggar's lice or one of the or, or thistles uh, that would cover all of them but you got to do it quick before the uh, germination and follow the label instructions closely that's that's important all right 308 8867 so while we wait for your call and while we got a quick break let's take a break and uh, come back in just a moment our number 308 8867, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We are broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. Back in a moment on the end. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now I want to ask you a question. Are you ready for fall gardening? Can you imagine pulling up to your yard, the cool fall breeze blowing, and the beautiful garden mums blooming? Well, right now at Millburgers, they can help you with that. In fact, those beautiful fall garden mums are on sale. Wide varieties of colors and sizes, and you'll find them now on sale in the 6-inch pot for just three ninety nine. Or get 10 and you'll find them on sale for just $30 for 10 of them. Right now at Millburgers, you'll also find savings on some of your colorful favorites like Mexican Heather. It's on sale for just $3.88 in the one-gallon container. And this is a great plant. Blue Plumbago is a Texas superstar because it just thrives in San Antonio and looks gorgeous for such a long time. It's on sale for 4.88 in the one-gallon container, you'll find these and much, much more on sale at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Honey, they're back. Babe, this is ridiculous. These raccoons are destroying our attic, tearing out our AC ductwork, and keeping me awake half the night. And now I'm hearing scratching in the walls. We probably now have rats or mice too. We paid two different bug companies to solve this. We need to call Critter Evictor. Martha at work used them. Says they're experts in the market. They don't just block the one access point like the other guys did, they reinforce all current and potential access points and give us a 15-month warranty. Find them now. I can't take this anymore. Okay, okay, dear. I found them online, animalcontrolsanantonio.com. Let me type it in, animalcontrolsanantonio.com. And look, it says free estimates and, you're right, a 15-month warranty. Here, write this down, please. 210-441-4045. And great, they're locally owned and operated. I'm calling right now. Let's get them out of here today so I can get back to a good night's sleep. That's 210-441-4045. You got it. That's Critter Victor. I'm Lisa Lewis. Join me as we meet some of San Antonio's most intriguing business and community leaders. Sunday morning at 7 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem and all collections 
and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-780-3232. 800-780-3232. That's 800-780-3232. We wanted Donald Trump to get smart. We wanted him to surround himself with strong people. So we went out and got Mike Pence as his running mate. Good start. We wanted him to focus on what was important. So his final speech at the RNC was all about law and order. Democrats say it was doom and gloom. Yeah, well, maybe they forgot the mood in the country. Hey, Hillary, we're in trouble. Trump knows that. Buckle your seatbelts, folks. This station is all over it. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, this is Carl Amari, host of Hollywood 360, where I present the best in classic radio. It's the show about all things entertainment. Join Carl Amari for Hollywood 360, Sunday nights at midnight on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 9.30 a.m., the answer, give us a call and be a part of the show. It's 308-8867, 308-8867, or you can come on by and ask your gardening question in person at 86, uh, no, at uh, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. It's 1604 and Boulevardy Road. So far, all of our questions have been in person, so give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. And how they haven't been answered. No. So give us one that we can ask. Yeah, give us something easy. <laughs> Butterfly? Giant, yeah, giant swallowtail. Well, that is a giant one. Go, giant swallowtail, going to looking for the citrus to lay its eggs on. Oh. And he spotted one. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, she's big. Yeah. I, uh... I, I see that I see that Neil Spare is trapping armadillos. Uh, he, he's he must be pretty successful at it. He talks about he got nine this year and fourteen last year. So that's that's a lot of armadillos. Like that doesn't his the elaborate thing he's gone through. It reminds me a little bit of some people that get fanatic on squirrels. Uh huh. You know, and they just make it's like it's a. The the, the the dedicated cause in their retirement is to get the squirrels under control or to keep the deer out of my yard, you know. And there he is with these long channel, wire channels, direct them into the trap, and uh, they're hard. I like the people that wrote in. They said they've tried rodent re- repellent and uh, mothballs. And uh, didn't have it. Didn't have any luck with either one of them. But uh, armadillos can do a lot of a lot of damage. People don't realize they're 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 not eating the grass. They're just kind of like little bulldozers. Yeah, you know, digging up. They're looking for grubs. And well, the 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 uh, common response was, and I think I've given it myself, is well, kill the grubs and see if that if that reduces the Armadillos and and Neil, unlike his usual diplomatic self, says that doesn't work with. Yeah, useless ex- exercise <laughs> yeah. is what he wrote in that about. 
by killing the grubs. But uh, they they are a problem, and uh, he he he's obviously found a way to to control them or whatever. I, I I just wonder if he's taking them far enough away that so we take them several miles away to a large Corps of Engineers floodplain and release them there. So uh, I don't I don't guess he's ever tried to eat them or anything. Probably they're beautiful white meat. Is it? Well, armadillo meat. Uh, would you? And now I know when you were young. And I think back to how I used to look forward to squirrel and rabbit. And, yeah. And of course pheasant and grouse, but um, I just don't know if I'd go through the the, so pro- the process now to. <laughs> but it's it's dove season, and yeah, talking talking about killing and eating things, so. Everybody's out there. Uh, well, the, uh, Todd. Todd was talking yeah. about it last week. That's probably where he was this week. Yeah. All right, 308 And Trace is up here. And Trace, uh, you normally this is the time you'll tell us about the uh, what's coming in and uh, well, uh, with the uh, good, good selection of cold weather vegetables coming. And uh, mums are uh, fairly Lord. plentiful. And some of the, co- the cool weather stuff, like oh. snapdragons, uh, there's a, a fair amount of those now, and uh, it will increase as we cool off a little more. But there, there will be a good chunk of them in this week. Good. Okay. Have you any pansies in? No pansies. <laughs> They're available. Uh, maybe. I didn't look that far because I wasn't. You're going to try to rush the season on pansies along with the spinach. What snapdragons have you got? Uh, it's limited now. It's mostly the little shorties. Uh, but as we cool off, we'll get more and more varieties in. Did uh, you say you had spinach? I had spinach. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. He else. said he had chard, too, but I didn't see any. All right. Well, we sold it. It's a crime of, do- <laughs> crime of doing business. Uh, but there's more coming this week. There's Swiss chard coming. And then there's David's uh, favorite Italian chard. Oh, Lord. Ah. That's one that can actually take the heat, so it, I guess it can grow year-round. But it's not as pretty. It's a, it's a green variety instead of getting those. Yeah, he gave, I think he gave colors. me one, and it's kind of it's not disciplined grower at all. Well, I, I'm just waiting for the strawberries and rhubarb because that's, for some reason, he, he likes, likes that, that too. So yeah. we're, we're, no, I, I want to hear about his rhubarb, how long his uh, rhubarb lasted. I said, I guess long enough for him to get a strawberry rhubarb pot. <laughs> probably, then we get one harvest is probably how long. Uh, I guess it's just amazing when the heat gets to a certain point, they just mush down to nothing. Uh, what else? Um, I can go get. I'll go get my list next time we're okay. We're doing. And, uh, What's but, that? Well, you said that you got zinnias, um, some zinnias left, and we're talking. We're talking about the hummingbird. Um, and one of the, you know, put the hummingbird feeders on the patio because we're going to get the, the migrants coming through, and we'll get a report from Milton, see if he's seen any yet. But I've got quite a few in my yard, but they're all black shins. He's, he's been watching bats, not hummingbirds. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, zinnias work for that, uh, for bringing in hummingbirds to the patio, too. And plus they're attractive, and they will be, they'll be blooming another Two and a half months, uh, so they're they're looking good. Along with, uh, of course, the mums and 
And uh, so the bank, Petun- uh, petunias you know. will be uh, now that it's cooling off. Uh, petunias will start being available uh, this next week in quantity. We've had a few here and there, but now we're going to have quantity coming. And my laurel bush will perk up. They've they've hung on. They've stayed. They bloomed. Continue to bloom. And I've got uh, three color versions still left, Jerry, from the those you gave me. Oh, they're. Uh, well, yeah. hopefully you're saving the seed. Uh, I'm I'm not other than I let them Reseed. come back. Yeah. Well, that doesn't help the future generations. <laughs> I, mean, I think you need to talk him into collecting the seed, Jerry. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, this is a, this is an interesting time in the garden uh, because you, the we can, we're at the point where you can plant the cool weather plants. Some of them, some of them, it's better to wait a little while. Uh, but it's also a great time for the hot weather plants to be blooming. Your zinnias and vincas, begonias are looking good. Uh, the roses have started. Yep, they're, they're all shaping up over there. Yeah, so, and you got, if you are going to r- r- renew your insecticide and fungicide sprays, uh, here at Millburgers, we've got, you know, the traditional diacephate and the triforine, but they also got, if you want to try to do it organic, they've got some uh, organic controls you can try uh, for, you know, it's best if you can spray those hybrid teas every week. Um, fertilizer, they need some fertilizer. Definitely need to eat. Yeah, and uh, resume a regular water program. We're getting a lot of rain, but uh, should if, they do, if it doesn't rain for a week, give them a little water, too. But they, they're really perking up the roses are starting to bloom. Yeah, they really are. Putting some foliage on there. Hey, um... Are those bougainvilleas with the uh, the, the peach color? Uh, yes, it's those are pretty. Sundown or sundowner. Those are really pretty. So it's a, it's an unusual color. Yeah. Are they part of the uh, unadvertised? They are. Okay. So uh, we've got a, a bougainvillea hanging baskets on an in-store special, uh, regular twenty-four ninety-nine so for twelve eighty-eight, I believe. Yeah. That's a good. There's some pretty ones there. Very very pretty ones. Um, oh, and you brought the. I brought. Uh, I brought the voucher. Oh yeah, this was the uh, tease. Okay, yes, so yesterday. So this is a, a traced... voucher by the San Antonio Water System. Yeah. And it was in a garden style San Antonio. Um, they have an expiration of. Well, this one has an expiration of 10:31, but I guess there could be other expirations out there. And it's a it's a conditional voucher. Uh, they basically want. It's got to be at a, a participating vendor. And we, uh, the only stipulations on here is it cannot be used for pesticides, fertilizers, herbicides, or any kind of inorganic mulch. And then in parentheses, granite, river rock, pea gravel, etc. So uh, it's pretty versatile. Uh, it can be used in conjunction with the normal saws package. So, you know, the mulch is a great idea because the sauce package re- does require one cubic yard of mulch yeah. uh, over the top to satisfy sauce and uh, and the stipulations that they put on that program. So this can be an additional $25 to help with uh, with putting out mulch or other. if you wanted a, a much larger specimen plant off that list, it can be added with that. Uh, $100 voucher that you already can get by just being a, a, a Saws customer and removing 200 square foot of grass and putting in their list of plants. 
Okay, so so this is just for just uh-huh. because. And how? And uh, so you could use it for playoffs. Yeah. Or, okay. If you're a Saws Every- customer, you probably have information in your la- latest uh, bill or the bill coming. But you can also just go to the the website, and you can start with the Saws.org and find the right. Right. Landscape place. They'll, right. They get good. You know, they'll have little labels that says to to get to the to the uh, voucher offering or the coupon. Go go to here, and then then you can, you'll find your way. way plus, yeah, on the phone now. Trace Trace brought up a great point yesterday. They have uh, they have some, uh, or was that you, Milton, about the plants? They show you how to Trace. combine the plants and use those plants together for a they, nice design. They have that on the on their website already. For for not just this one, I think they still have the ones up for like previous yeah. packages. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of good information if you're looking for ideas. Um, and then we we want to remind everybody about uh, uh, our friend um, and Dave and Jerry's going to have to remind me. Uh, Used to be the egg, uh, the young egg agent, uh, horticulture agent here, before me, I think. Yeah. Greg Graham. Greg, yeah, Greg's book. I wanted them to remind everybody about oh, Greg. Yeah. Texas landscaping, because if you're looking, if you're in, inspired or want to do something to make your landscape more attractive or more, more maintenance-free. Greg's book really did a uh, has a really neat technique. They, he breaks the yard into little pieces and gives you a little design, you know, and, and it's kind of a chewable bite so that you can pick you pick the. I hate this side between the two houses, and so he he'll identify that and show you some alternatives there, and so you can fix that, fix it piece by piece. It works for your budget. So it does yeah. the jigsaw puzzle for you. Yeah, and and then it fits almost perfectly into the saws uh, situation too. You can kind of look at it and see what if you can take advantage of the the saws voucher and uh, accomplish your own landscape goals. You don't want to do you know something uh, that doesn't fit with your long-term goals, uh, even if you do get some free plants, but but you. Uh, it really is valuable when you when you reduce maintenance, reduce water use, and make your your landscape more how, how you want it in the long term. And then these and can work. Landscaping, you know, we don't talk enough about it. Increases the value of the house dramatically. Trees, shrubs, uh, all those things that you you're doing in the front yard. It's you get more money out of that than you would say remodeling your kitchen. And satisfaction, and then also to bring your yard to the level of maintenance that you. Some of us really like working in the garden. Some of us just want a nice-looking uh, landscape with minimal lawn work or garden work, and uh, that can be done too. You just have to do a little planning. All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Anything else? Well, we have a plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend, weekend. Hang on, Bob. Okay, what's the plant of the weekend? Well, we've got uh, dragon fruit, and it's a, a cactus. It's a tropical cactus. It needs to be grown in a container situation. It can get fairly big, um, so it can be 
uh, low water consumption even in a container. Um, the ones that we have are in two-gallon cans, and they have little trellises on them. And I know they're at least four years old. And uh, why is that important? That's because fruiting doesn't happen until they're six. So uh, <laughs> they're easy, easy to propagate. In fact, uh, by next spring we should have some small ones rooted for for uh, people to to purchase. But we've got these six nice specimens right now that are only a few years away from fruit production. Cool. All right, and they can, uh, they're $49.99, $49. and you can call the store at 497-3760. If you want one, we'll set one aside for you. Cool. I know we've gotten questions on them in the past, so. And the fruit is run like a citrus, or? I, I have not eaten it, and uh, oh. but it is supposed to be very, very good for you. Yeah, it has nutritional value. No, it's online. They, it's online. It's got to be true. Oh, all right. Thanks, Trace. You're right. All right. Bob's on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hi, Bob. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you today? Great. Thank you. Uh, I've got uh, a couple of questions. Uh, I planted some uh, 2 to 15 plants all in a slightly raised bed and uh, about almost two years ago. Some of them are looking okay, and some of them have not hardly grown at all since uh, I planted them, and they're all basically together in the same soil that I brought in. Uh, you got any ideas? I fertilize them fairly regularly. Did, uh, how many plants are we talking about? Uh, nine to the potato plants. Nine, nine plants. And half of them are growing well, and the other half are not doing so well. Yes, sir, and they're just... Uh, they're in between, some of the ones in between, and they've all got plenty of sunlight. Everything's about the same. Yeah. Well, peppers are, you, you, you planted the plants, right? You bought the plants? Yes, sir. I bought them here from Curry's locally. Okay. Um, well, they, they can get nematodes, but since, since they're growing in between, Pretty close, so you wouldn't think that. Uh, in other words, are the are the plants that are growing are growing studded? Are they separated with uh, no, they're in healthy for healthy? Yes, yeah, they're, they're just growing right in between some healthy looking ones. Okay. This is like uh, up up and down is what they look like. And they have not had any fruit at all. Oh, yeah, they put on fruit, but not much, and they don't grow. They're, they're, uh, some of them are yeah, three feet tall, and some of them are eight inches tall. Good Lord. <laughs> I think I'd pull those eight inches tall up. <laughs> but uh, yeah. they, they're all seedlings, you know, they're, the, the peppers well, they're two, are seedlings. Well, they're and two they, years old. I've, I've had them in the ground for two years. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it could it could be nematodes, uh, but you'd only know that if you pulled them up and found knots on the roots. Yeah, it could it could okay. be genetics, just the genetics of the plant keeping it small. Okay. Because you say it it is living; it's just not growing uh, tall as the others are. Right, and it, it's just kind of sitting there. Yeah. What What else are you growing? Uh, well, that's basically all I'm growing right now. I have some bell peppers, but they're, I have those in 25-gallon uh-huh. pots about 
200 feet away. Have you ever fertilized these guys, did you say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I fertilize regularly, probably about at least once a month. That's uh, quite a bit uh, for them. Uh, and I, grab, I, yeah, I usually are uh, growing green. Uh, and, yeah, because I, I think of mine. Of course, the ones I notice are the ones that are growing kind of semi-wild on the corner of a fence, or mm-hmm. and they're big and and survive almost everything so once they uh they, they can be and produce a lot of fruit um i think it's either genetics or nematodes okay neither so neither what you neither what you can do much to do, much about uh i'll just maybe i'll just take your first suggestion and pull pull them ugly ones out well, pull yeah. the little ones out and enjoy well, the big. Or yeah, or just or just move them to a corner someplace and see if uh, okay. a heavier soil and less care if they respond yeah. to that. Okay. Now, I've got another question. I I also dug up and transplanted some uh, anaqua trees because I have trouble growing anything else down here. And uh, they are pretty much kind of just sitting there also. I, I didn't know how to grow them, and I guess I wasn't giving them enough water. Uh, when did you dig them? Uh, it was about almost two years ago, about the same time I got the chili patines, I guess. Oh. <laughs> they, they're really slow growers. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, uh, uh, after they've been dug, they're, it takes them a while to get established. Yeah, and they're... Yeah. they're Water is usually not the key. Yeah. Once they're established, they don't. They're they're really drought tolerant. Right. Mine, that's, that's what I was going on, and and uh, I actually uh, let some of them I thought die. They were leafless for six months or so, and I thought they were dead. And then we got some rain, and they sprouted out. And uh, the, my my question about them is, uh, one of them they they they're more like bushes. Uh, and they're only, right. uh, and they haven't grown up higher a lot, but they bushed out more. Now this spring, when the rain started, there was one shoot off of one of them. They come out this spring with the rain, and now it is about seven foot tall. That wow! And yeah. I want to I want to know whether to cut the bush off uh, or let it just leave it like it is. I think I'd leave it like it is. Yeah, you can do either. I've got one that's about 20 feet tall now, and I don't know how many years it's been there, more more than 12, 13 years. And it sends up suckers everywhere, and it's a thick shrub. I, 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 and there's some downtown at, like, Market Square where that are they've pruned through the years and, makes, and made single-trunk trees out of. I think, I think you can do either, but... Um, if it's meeting, if you, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish with it. If it's meeting your purposes by being a shrub like that, I think you, it's happier that way. Yeah. And they'll so, produce uh, a lot of fruit. The birds love the fruit. If, yeah. Um, at some point, I don't know if yours are old enough to produce the fruit yet. No, uh, I don't. They haven't put any blooms or fruit on yet, so maybe yeah. next year. Sticky yellow, sticky yellow berries, and yep. uh, 
if you're a shopkeeper, um, you don't like them because they, <laughs> people track them in, like at the uh, downtown. Yeah. No, I'm uh, around the country. So. so you don't worry about that kind of thing? No, I don't worry about that kind of stuff. Okay. Thanks, Bob. Good luck, Bob. Thank you. Right. we got to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk to Richard and Steve right after this. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Call us at 308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now I want to ask you a question. Are you ready for fall gardening? Can you imagine pulling up to your yard, the cool fall breeze blowing, and the beautiful garden mums blooming? Well, right now at Millburgers, they can help you with that. In fact, those beautiful fall garden mums are on sale. Wide varieties of colors and sizes, and you'll find them now on sale in the 6-inch pot for just three ninety nine. Or get 10 and you'll find them on sale for just $30 for 10 of them. Right now at Millburgers, you'll also find savings on some of your colorful favorites, like Mexican Heather. It's on sale for just $3.88 in the one-gallon container. And this is a great plant. Blue Plumbago is a Texas superstar because it just thrives in San Antonio and looks gorgeous for such a long time. It's on sale for four eighty eight in the one gallon container. You'll find these and much, much more on sale at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Without warning, America changed forever. We have a breaking news story to tell you about. Apparently, a plane has just crashed into the World Trade Center. And the way we defined evil changed as well. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. Today, we remember the innocent victims and the heroes that ran headfirst into danger during the terror attacks of September 11th, 2001. We will never forget. 9.30 a.m. The answer. Peace through planning. It's a beautiful thing. We're talking with Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm. And Charlie, 41% of baby boomers don't have a will in place. Charlie, your clients need to make sure their 20, 30-something-year-old children take advantage of your free consultation. Well, in my view, every person over the age of 18 needs a plan in place because as a legal adult, no one has any authority over them to handle their bank accounts or make medical decisions unless they give someone that authority, even when mom and dad are still paying the bills. And I can help put all those plans in place. People think, I don't have much, I don't own land and property, Uh, my will can wait. Actually, it's more important to have a plan in place because without a will, probate can be much more expensive and folks with smaller estates simply can't afford going through the probate process and property could be lost. So the answer is call attorney Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm today and let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning. Charlie, what's your phone number? Phone number here in San Antonio is 210-308-0800. For Weisinger Law Firm, WeisingerLawFirm.com. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. 
Fox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 Southwest Garden Terry in Shopper City Mall, and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with Attend. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need Attend. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. We're going to go right back to those phone lines and help a lot of folks out. As we start off with Richard on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Richard. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Not bad. How are you all? Good, man. What's going on? I had a question. I have some uh, spectricide weed stock for lawn, and uh, the main ingredient is 2,4-D. And it says, do not apply when temperature is above 85, otherwise lawn damage could result. And I'm just wondering how correct is that? They wouldn't have put it on there if, if, it, if, it, if it didn't have a problem with it. Now, this is a 2,4-D product? Yeah, it's the old spectricide. Oh, yes. okay. And it's for a Bermuda lawn, but there's parts of the lawn that there's no Bermuda whatsoever. It's either Dallas or crabgrass. I'm not sure. So where there is no existing Bermuda, can I spray there regardless of temperature? I don't. I uh, think I think it's also sensitive in terms of working. Uh, effective. Yeah. Okay. You you'd be better off, I think, waiting till you get the highs below 85, and then it's effective. Okay. Um, so you're saying wait wait until December 20th then. <laughs> no, I'm predicting before oh. before um, before the end of September, we'll get okay. we'll get some days of eighty people or, or October. Okay, folks, that'll work. Thank you much. All right, thanks. Bye. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We go for Richard, and now we're going to talk to. Um, oops, I lost it there. Where to go? Oh, we got Bob. So Richard and. Oh, Steve. Steve's on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Steve. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? I, I just wanted to get the number of the number that Dr. Finch was talking about, that landscape architect or whoever it was that does the smaller plots or the whole yard. You're talking about the name of the, the book? book, I guess. Oh. oh, was it a book or was it yeah. a... Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a book. Yeah, the book. Yeah, and the... Um, Greg Grant and... Yeah, uh, but if you're looking for that, call Millburgers at um, 497-3759 and, uh, and then ask them. Uh, they, they do the large jobs. Uh, they might be able to help you, but if they if they don't, then they'll, they'll, they have a whole list of people that they recommend... Uh, for for different things depending on on the size of the job, so you could call them here and they'd help you out. They even okay. they have uh, they, uh, his book. Okay, oh. and they used they used to have his name? book. Uh, What's that? Oh, Grant is is the name Grant? of the author. Oh, okay. G R A N T, like Ulysses. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. 
All right. Good luck. Thanks. Thanks for calling. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And Virginia is on the line. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All right. Uh, I wanted to ask about the dragon fruit. Okay. Okay. uh, (laughs) Our our expert's not here, but we'll... He just walked off off (laughs) week. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, see, I, we'll see if we can remember what he, what they told us. Well, I don't know. Uh, anyways, does it take full sun or shade? What temperature in the winter? What fertilizer? How do you trigger it to bloom? If it's a cutting, do you still have to wait six years? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the you have to wait uh, six to. What do you say? Six to seven? You six to eight so it, years? It bloom or it produced fruit after six? After six years. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, and it, it, I think it is a little can be cold sensitive. Yeah. So you you'd probably have to protect it in the winter time if it got uh, below freezing. So he, it, it would it would take full sun. Yeah, he's it's like a cactus. Yeah. Sorry, but it's a tropical cactus, so mm-hmm. it needs to be watered. Yeah. yeah. What kind of fertilizer? I d- uh, like we generally water, don't water soluble fertilizer, yeah. like Miracle Grow, something like that. Not Rapid Grow. You don't need a you don't need to fertilize it a lot. They got special cactus fertilizer too, I guess. Yeah, but a mm-hmm. uh, little bit of Osmocote, yeah. Okay, uh, I was wondering um, what kind of. I live in South Texas, you know, uh, in between Corpus and Houston. Uh, if you wanted to buy an olive tree, I don't know if y'all mess with olive trees or not. If you want to buy one, uh, what kind would you get for it? This is really humid here. So which ones would you get? What? what you olive mean? trees. Oh, olive trees. Is that what you were asking about, Virginia? Yes, uh-huh. Well, I don't know. That's kind of a lot of different ones available, so you almost have to take what you can find. Oh, um, that's uh, there. There, there's some. I guess did David just have that program? Yeah, that, uh, that yeah. was on the olives about, about two weeks ago. Yeah, you might you might be better off going ahead and call. Unless Jerry, you want to, but I think uh, call David Rodriguez okay. at the. Uh, because he he just had conducted a, a program he and some other experts on where they talked about the varieties. Okay. And uh, and as Jerry said in the old days, uh, you just got you took what you got. But now they're they're talking about all different kinds of uh, selections. And you you're right. They probably use a different one in in the humid humid yeah. east of Texas than you do here. Yeah. But uh, do you, do we remember David's phone number? Mm-mm. No, that's okay. He's got. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry's going to look it up. I have it in my phone. Okay. They, they had the same number for 40 years, and then now they've changed it and threw oh, us all that off. Number, yeah. You got so, something something zero zero four zero. Yeah, it was. So Jerry's looking. This is not great radio, no, but, this is... but he's in. Two one zero. Six three one. Two one zero. Six three one. Six. Uh, I'm sorry. Zero four zero zero. Way to go, Calvin. Six three one. Two one zero. Six three one zero four zero zero. Two one zero. Okay. 
uh, I'm going to hang up, but I want to just uh, ask for suggestions about uh, flowering plants with thorns. And if, if anybody's got ideas about what is a good flowering plant with thorns, because I have a lot of butterflies, but I have a lot of... Uh, Cats? People. <laughs> oh, people. Yeah, and I, I want to raise... Uh, I, I like my butterflies, I like my bees, but I want people to stay out of the yard. I want them to look from the outside. They don't have to crawl in here. <laughs> wow. Why are people crawling in your yard? Uh. <laughs> she That's must have an interesting yard. I don't have anything. <laughs> how how often does this happen? Are the are these little people, young people, or it's old people up. that fall in the law, yard or grown up, or grown up, yeah. And I, I just want it, their it full, ideas of Halloween pranks go all year round. I'm tired of it. Is it a full sun area? Yes. Uh, one of the, one of the classic landscape directors is Martha Gonzalez, Old Fashioned Rose, that only gets to be about uh, three and a half feet tall. It's covered in the growing season with these little blood red blooms that the butterflies really like. Uh-huh. Uh, and the thorns aren't savage. You probably wouldn't uh, somebody wouldn't uh, bleed to death, but they're enough. They use them the, in, uh, to keep people on sidewalks and mm-hmm. to direct traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're really, they're really, you know, they're a tough, drought-tolerant plant. In fact, we have a lot of them here. There's we've got a bunch here at Millburgers. They used to be on the sale. I don't know that they are. Oh. What kind what about of the that Burford holly? Wow, yeah. Uh, except good. it's not a butterfly plant. Oh, he wants a butterfly plant. Yeah. Um, He's okay. a butterfly. Uh, what yeah. color is the flower on that rose? Blood red. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're small. They're small, though. You know, they're quarter size, yeah. but they're, they're they cover it. And th- this is this is one tough rose. It, they they grew it at the uh, KLRN, the television station downtown, uh-huh. in the canyon canyons. You know, to- asphalt and concrete all around it, and these things are prospering and. Uh, Doing their job, blooming and directing traffic. So that's okay. one. Well, if anyone's got suggestions, I'll, I'll wait and listen to the rest of the show. Thank you. Gardening South Texas, right here on 9:30 a.m. This is the answer. back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer here. Calvin? Oh, wait, wait. Calvin? Calvin? Ask me if it looks like this. So does it look like that? We're talking about a damage to... Yeah. Yeah, like I Google grackle damage on grapefruit, and that's... Yeah. That's it. We're all celebrating. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Thank you. Bye. All right. 308 uh, I, I knew when we got that, he had said that he had damage and stuff, but it wasn't. Calvin said grackles, and it's not bird damage. No, I know what that looks like. And so I wondered if. Sounds like us six yeah, years ago. Yeah. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. 
Bird Dam. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Did y'all want to, did you want to come up with any more plans for Virginia's? No, I'm, that's for Virginia? all I can think of right now is, is that, uh, is that uh, little uh, Martha Gonzalez Rose. Of course, there's some, there's some really savage. What about Agarita? What is it? Agarita? Agarita. Yeah, except it's ugly. What? Martha <laughs> Gonzalez is attractive. Gee. <laughs> I was just worried about sticking to people. Thorn in the people. Yeah. I would say her priority level was yeah, it was, <laughs> was the thorn and then the bloom. But she wanted both, but yes, the priority was that. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Well, I was noticing the on the Belinda's Dream that the uh, hummingbirds were... We're going to the Belinda's Dream for nectar, which I don't remember seeing a lot of in the in the past. But uh, this year they they seem. Uh, I think that's a characteristic of. And Jerry, you brought this up before. Just as long as you got lots of blooms, they're going to mm-hmm. find nectar. And we see it here in the nursery and all these blooms in front of us. That some some days the favorite one is the lantana, and other days it's the salvia and cuffia. And it just varies, pento some days. Uh, so the uh, the trick is to have lots of blooms and have something blooming all all the time. And that 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 is one that I think would meet her needs as long as it was in full sun. Right. All right. What you got? We've got uh, a lot of people are pruning pruning their oaks at this time of the year. And are they looking at their oak trees, and they notice ants coming at them. And so uh, they get all upset over ants. So we got a question in that said, uh, while trimming an oak tree on my property, I noticed a lot of ants coming out of the tree since I had disturbed them with my saw. I think ants may be killing the tree. Therefore, I need to trim the dead, trim the, trim a dead branch. Is there anything I can treat the tree or with or surrounding trees to kill the ants? I'm not sure if they're termites. The insects were pretty big. Uh, these are ants and not termites. Termites bear no resemblance to ants. The ants are killing your tree, but merely using uh, are not killing your tree, but merely using it as a place to live. There are many products on the market that are labeled kill ants, but there's no reason to kill them unless they're bothering you uh, other than the tree. Uh, it probably probably fire ants. Uh, they they get in trees quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And and you can use them. Carpenter in, ants. Yeah. Uh, uh, but these this Amdro and uh, the ant baits uh, that they have on the market now, can be used, you know, just sprinkle lightly around the base of the tree, and they'll come down and get it and take it back and and take care of the ant population. So uh, they're fairly easy to get rid of if you if you decide to get get them out of your tree. Uh, some people may want to get rid of them because of land. You know, they lean up against a tree, and oh. and if they happen to lean on an ant, uh, they'll they'll explain it to you to, that they don't like to be leaned on. <laughs> But uh, any any of the drenches will work. Uh, any of the insecticide that you might have, you just 
pour it in the hole and that'll take care of them, or you can use the, the baits like we were talking about. Um, got a question here. It said, I've been told that I have obscure scale on my Monterey Oak. What is it and how should it be treated? What's it called? Obscure scale oh, obscure. on Monterey Oak. Oh, yeah. We've had that before. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've seen it. And uh, it damages the tree. You know, it's it's hard to believe that those little scale can can damage a tree, but they get on a, under the bark. They get they don't under the bark. They get between the bark, uh, crevices of the bark, and you have to uh, have to take care of them. Uh, the trees that I saw. I recommended that they uh, use a spray of uh, of orthene uh, acephate. And dormant uh, spray oil? and dormant oil. Okay. In other yeah. words, four to fortify, because the the trees I saw they were they were lower on there. Now, but if we, if you don't understand what we're talking about scale, we're talking about little white specks, um, and they're that like I say they start at kind of at the base of the tree and then work upward toward the branches. And These are little sucking insects that are cover themselves with a calcium right. coating right and so you're they're pretty hard to kill i bet the dormant oil suffocates some and the, that acephate in there helps uh get a you never get a full control but you get right. pretty close and uh that that combination you can fortify you can mix the oil and the acephate together and that kind of fortifies the oil but what 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 throws you what what blows your way is they seem to be specific to Monterey Oak which is weird because you know that's a fairly new tree and yeah and we haven't this heard is the first year that we've ever seen that's right we haven't heard anything you but usually don't think about an oak having trouble with anything especially scale but I've seen it so uh, it, it's there uh, it be, and people love that Monterey Oak so much and uh, so that's that's what you can do for it. Um, I would like to know what. Wait a minute. Maybe maybe this is what <laughs> what the lady was asking about. Uh, that I would like to know what shrubs I could put in my backyard to add privacy from the next door neighbors. Hmm. Wonder what the next door neighbors are doing. I don't know. Maybe but they're ugly people over there next door. Yes, you don't want to see ugly them. bodies <laughs> running around naked over there. Uh, the area is about 30 feet and runs along my driveway. That area is mostly sunny with clay soil. I don't water that side the the way I water the rest of my yard. Just hand water a few shrubs planted near there. And Forrest writes them back that uh, you can do uh, sandanqua, sandanqua viburnum, uh, sweet viburnum, uh, Burford holly, Waxleaf gustrum, waxleaf gustrum, glossy abelia, Japanese ewes, and Nellie R. Stevens holly. Since we didn't know, we don't know the width of the planting area. You will have to select one that will fit as the, as the mature size, or do a pruning to keep it within bounds. So uh, there are some different types of that upright types of plants that. Uh, you can uh, screen your your 
ugly neighbors from. <laughs> it's also uh, time for wildflowers. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I saw in your in the paper there where you were talking yeah. about. Uh, and and Jerry, we checked, and there, so far, there's uh, blue bonnet seeds on the market. This, they've got packets in here of. Oh, is that right? Yeah. From Wild Seed? Yeah, I don't know how, how how you know how many they've got, but they've got the Milbergers has them. I suspect all, uh, a lot of local nurseries have them. But they've got the the thing that you might be most interested in are the mixes. They've yeah. Got, where you can get a. It's always good to have more than one variety of wildflower because uh, depending on the weather in a particular year. You know, your Coreopsis might be the, the biggest bloomer, or the blue bonnets might be um, the poppies. So have five or six, you know, these and these mixes, some of them are pretty neat. They really mm-hmm. have uh, everything you want, and uh, one year one will dominate, the next year another flower will dominate. Yeah, I, I was over at uh, the transplant producer's place, and they've made their first seeding of blue bonnets, so... From seed to sale, uh, the plants for sale is is about uh, two months. So let's see, that was last week. So this is this is uh, September, October. Uh, I imagine most of the transplants will be available on the market in first uh, of November. And of course, that's another option. You can start a plant a grouping of those transplants, and they'll uh, bloom next spring and then they'll drop the seed there and then you'll you'll have this growing area as long as it's good habitat and key to the habitat full sun and the seed reaches the soil so it doesn't have to be the greatest soil in the world a few oh oh, it doesn't have to be good soil at all a few rocks sticking out doesn't hurt doesn't hurt (laughs) what does make a problem is if it's if it's lush sod or weedy cover, yeah. then that's not the best uh, place to plant wildflowers. Usually on top of uh, where Bermuda grass has done well. And you mow it, sh- mow it short or, uh, or whatever, and then, and then plant your wildflower seed where you get seed soil contact. And why do we say Bermuda grass? Because Bermuda has to grow in full sun, otherwise it dies out. So if you've got uh, good growing Bermuda grass, you probably got a good place to to uh, sort uh, sow uh, wildflower seed. But uh, like I say, you have to mow it short and get be sure to get you, good seed soil. Content. And if you want to you want to reseed next year, you got to wait a long time for the uh, wildflowers to drop their seed, or right. or you can just reseed every year. Right, because um, a lot of people get impatient during the the wildflower ugly period. <laughs> but and, uh, I think the ugly period is longer than the pretty period. Yeah. There. <laughs> That's well, true. Uh, that is true. Uh, I, I I I try to have a wildflower meadow behind my behind my house there, and uh, or in the lower part of my yard, and. Uh, the the flowers the see the plants come up a long time before the flowers get spectacularly pretty. Of course, when you talk about wildflower meadows, you only see pictures of when they're in full bloom, mm-hmm. which is like I said, a, a fairly short short period of time. But uh, anyway, now is the time to start uh, 
start thinking about it. My uh, my horse herb is doing well right at the, <laughs> yeah, at the time of the year that uh, you don't expect it to do well. And uh, I was talking to a guy the other day that was uh, saw some uh, saw a hummingbird on the on, oh, the, did he? on the horse herb. Yeah, you know we this year was the first time I, I saw all those um, black swallowtails where you, yeah. you were using it this winter. So, it so must that's, have some, that's interesting. Some piece of nectar uh, involved with yeah. it. Yeah, it's teeny little a teeny little flower, but yeah. uh, uh, and the, of course we've been raving about the the deer really like it as a browse. They they just they look they look like a herd of in my neighborhood they look like a herd of cattle moving through that uh, horse herb you know mm-hmm. ch- chewing up the herbs. By the time they get to the end of the yard, they got they can turn around and go back. The stuff grows so fast. As long as it's raining. Well, uh, also we got to start. It's time to start thinking about pruning the roses back for fall. Have you talked about that yesterday? Yeah, we did. That we talked about it yesterday. Um, yeah, brought it, brought it up. It's, and we got, you know, we got roses wanting to bloom. We got them putting foliage on. So yeah, we were kind of thinking that uh, get that dead wood out of there for sure. Yeah, and any of those branches that are really out of place or across the path, uh, open it up a little bit, but uh, not, you know, this is not the major pruning t- pruning time, but it is a kind of a milestone. You want to start your regular spray program, fertilizer, fertile, uh, slow release or winterizer fertilizer. I guess winterizer for the fall roses would be better because they need a little, kind of a fast shot, but uh, yeah, it's time. They're they're ready for action. James and, is and that uh, that lady that uh, brought in the the fragrant yellow rose cuttings. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, none of those rooted. No. So uh, and she showed me a picture of her plant. It it definitely needs some fall pruning. So uh, if she'll get back in touch with me, I'll. Oh, uh, good. We'll you go prune it for her, huh? Yeah, we'll see if we can. Uh, <laughs> Stimulate that uh, to grow a little, some better cuttings. I was, I was, had had on the program uh, the uh, Mike Shoop, uh, the program I gave yesterday. Mike Shoop of the Rosen Forum yeah. was given a program, and I had a chance to talk with him, and I asked him about. Uh, uh, when when did they have best luck rooting roses? And he said it's it's uh, October November. Really? Oh, and that's in good the fall. to know. Just the old fashioned or everything? Everything. Huh. So uh, uh, after they make that flush of growth, and uh, he's he and of course they're selling roses over there, and, and so he said, uh, and they get their cuttings off of their rose stock. So he said, what what they to, uh, normally do is they'll uh, go in there and cut half of their stock back and use it for cuttings. And I, I forget how many tens of thousands of cuttings he said they took in the fall. He said that they'll they'll range from getting uh, uh, 20 to 30 percent success in the spring to getting 80 over 80 percent wow. success in the fall. Wow. It's that that big a difference. Uh-huh. Significant difference. And and there is a real significant difference between varieties too. Isn't oh there? oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 
because he he's dealing with the antique roses, a lot of the antique roses, which are the the very nature of those antique roses were uh, they they were saved by neighborhoods and people people would get a good rose, and then of course they'd give their neighbors cuttings, uh-huh. and uh, they would they'd if they didn't root easily. They couldn't propagate them in the neighborhood, so the the antique roses that survived are good rooting roses. So James uh, is on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight 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 six seven. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Oh, just fine, thank you. Thanks for a big welcome. I appreciate that. Uh, sure. Uh, I wanted to talk with the doctors about. Uh, a fertilizer on the uh, on the little cabbage transplant. I got a I don't know a whole load of cabbage transplants in the six pack peat pots, and then I, I potted them up into a bigger pot, and uh, I got them in the shade house out here, and I'm watering them. But with the tomatoes and peppers, I've been uh, using a oh about seventy. Parts per million nitrogen on a fifteen fifty five. It's a, it's called a starter. And I was wondering, is would that be all right for the cabbages? Yeah, cabbage are, are heavy feeders because uh, they're leafy crops. So uh, yeah. really, if you, if you got anything that's higher in nitrogen, that'll be fine. But what you what you're using is good too. Well, I, I buy that total grow and uh, I guess 25 pound sack from Adams for the, just especially for the tomatoes and peppers. But I right, wonder right. if if it with that high phosphorus, if that'd be all right for the cabbages. Oh yeah, uh, they 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 need phosphorus. Of course, we usually think of of high phosphorus fertilizer to stimulate bloom. And of course, the cabbage and that bunch doesn't doesn't bloom. They're they're just. Uh, Green produce green foliage, so it's not it necessary. Seems, it right. seems like the high phosphorus uh, fate. Uh, it, they root out real fast and real quick. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I was okay. I'll use it then. Oh, on the roses. Uh, my dad died when I was a young guy, so I don't remember him too much. But my mom used to say that he would take his rose cuttings. And just stick them right there in the rose bed, and put a a quart jar on them, and he would right. he would root That's them old that timers. way in the old days. Yeah, the old timers used to do that all the time. So you got to have. I think they used to used to go out and and clean out the the cow barns, and they would use a lot of cow manure on them roses, real a whole bunch. Oh yeah. So. That soil around them road in them rose beds was real rich with that cow fertilizer. Right, and then not high in nitrogen and uh, and no. high in it, uh, fairly high in phosphorus. So horse horse manure you know, works too. That's what I used to use on the peach orchard for the rose yeah, beds. Yeah, but horse, horse manure's manure. got us all scared because of that. Ever all them horse people buy that real fine hay and the only reason they can make that hay real fine is they spray that picturam all over there with that uh oh it's not 24d it's uh, grazon p plus d and it it 
that that coarse manure, buddy, is poison. It'll kill. It'll kill that stuff. So be careful with it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I've been. Yep. It, it depends on the. There's a lot of folks yeah, out there with okay. horses that don't aren't yeah, too fussy we about their hay. Yeah, so. on the farm. We stopped using it out here for since about oh when Malcolm told us about it, and uh, it's it's pretty rough stuff. That picloram is stays active for a long time, so you got to oh, watch yeah. it. Oh yeah, and it passes passes straight through the horse. Yeah, that's oh. pretty pretty rough stuff. Okay, okay well, well thanks, thanks, thanks for calling. Thanks. Right. Hi, James. We're going to take Bye-bye. a break. While we do, give us a call. 308-8867. 308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming right up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Elton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now I want to ask you a question. Are you ready for fall gardening? Can you imagine pulling up to your yard, the cool fall breeze blowing, and the beautiful garden mums blooming? Well, right now at Millburgers, they can help you with that. In fact, those beautiful fall garden mums are on sale. Wide varieties of colors and sizes, and you'll find them now on sale in the 6-inch pot for just three ninety nine. Or get 10 and you'll find them on sale for just $30 for 10 of them. Right now at Millburgers, you'll also find savings on some of your colorful favorites, like Mexican Heather. It's on sale for just $3.88 in the one-gallon container. And this is a great plant. Blue Plumbago is a Texas superstar because it just thrives in San Antonio and looks gorgeous for such a long time. It's on sale for four eighty eight in the one gallon container. You'll find these and much, much more on sale at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Boulevardy Road. Without warning it. America changed forever. We have a breaking news story to tell you about. Apparently, a plane has just crashed into the World Trade Center. And the way we defined evil changed as well. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. Today, we remember the innocent victims and the heroes that ran headfirst into danger during the terror attacks of September 11th, 2001. We will never forget 9.30 a.m. The answer. See how easy your old bathtub can be transformed into a beautiful safe shower. Call 210-655-1111. Give us a call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Shower. 210-655-1111. Hi, this is Carl Amari, host of Hollywood 360, where I present the best in classic radio. It's the show about all things entertainment. Join Carl Amari for Hollywood 360, Sunday nights at midnight on 930 a.m. The answer. If you are a CEO, CFO, COO, or any other O, you already have too much on your plate. The last thing you should worry about is whether to renew your company's lease or find new office space. I'm Scott McMurrian with Bottom Line Realty Advisors. And I've helped some of the finest companies in San Antonio to improve their bargaining position. Whether leasing 2,000 or 20,000 square feet, there's no reason to overpay the landlord. We save our clients thousands of dollars annually and lighten the burden of finding new space when that's what's required. Don't wait to the last minute to negotiate your office lease. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you are the most vulnerable to getting a bad deal. Find out why our services don't cost you a dime. Bottom Line Realty Advisors. In San Antonio, call me at 535-7800. 
See what it's like to negotiate from a position of strength and improve your bottom line. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 535-7800, bottomlinerealtyadvisors.com. Proverbs 11.14 says, where there is no counsel, the people fall. Hi, I'm Edgar Baez from the Baez Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I am ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and yours. The Baez Law Firm. Auto Accident Attorneys, 210-979-9777, thebiaslawfirm.com. At 930amtheanswer.com, we present our home team, businesses we know you can trust when it comes to services for your home and family. Businesses like the Critter Evictor, You Build It, Robert Custom Homes, and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, providing superior plumbing repair with upfront pricing and no surprises. Call 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, TPDTS. On the home team, as seen at 930amtheanswer.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. You're okay. Oh, uh, TJ? Is it TJ? TJ. I think so. I think you're right. And I, th- and they ha- I think that... Oh, sorry. St. Augustine grass. Yeah. I hope that's right. <laughs> Mirberger be, uh, Mr. Mirberger be He'll be texting you in a second to tell you, yeah. Giving us hell for not remembering his dad's uh, name. We'll have to figure out a way to remember that better. There you go. 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. We'll ask Trace. He's coming up. Yeah. I was just looking through the uh, sale items, and they got uh, Mexican lime, lime and Meyer lemons on sale for 50% off. Yep. It's a great that, deal. That means they're, they're for sale. For, they sell for nineteen eighty-eight, right at twenty dollars. Right. And uh, that's as that's about as cheap as they buy them. So you're getting them almost at wholesale. Wow. Right, Trace. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the the Meyer lemons on sale for twenty dollars, basically. And, and that about, that's pretty much that's pretty much y'all's wholesale cost, yeah, right at it. Yeah, yeah. And Al- almost uh, giving them away. Do what? We're almost giving that's them away. That's right. That's right. And so, uh, if you, if you've ever wanted to try Mexican lime or Meyer lemon, which last year they didn't have to protect, but uh, they're great in whiskey barrels, which are also on sale. Did whiskey barrels always cost that much, or they've gone up lately? They went up about 15 years ago. Okay, did they? Okay, I, in fact, I, was, I, I remember everything 15, 20 years ago. There's many years that they cost so much, we kind of say, yeah, we're not going to do them this year. <laughs> they went up dramatically, didn't yes, they? Yes, they did. And it's my understanding there's actually a, another liquor that goes in them after the Jack Daniels. Yeah, okay. Okay. And uh, I think they they use it to make scotch. It's a Japanese liquor. Oh, is it? I, yeah, I heard it was 
So anyway, for years, the, the market for whiskey barrels was uh, used up because they were sending them overseas. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, so, anyway. But anyway, but uh, that if you want to want to do a Mexican lime or, well, you know, we I've been surprised at that Meyer lemon, because uh, we haven't had a real hard freeze in the last four to five years, but that thing hasn't taken hardly any winter cold, and we talk about lemon being real cold susceptible. So, uh, but anyway, they've got those two available for sale now. Uh oh, let's what? see. Be good through tomorrow, right? Through tomorrow, yeah. We've got some in-store specials too that aren't on there. We got crepe myrtles at a little over fifty percent off. So the twenty-four ninety-nine ones are on sale for twelve forty-four. Wow, that's good. And this is the last weekend for the or week. I'll be taking off the uh, hybrid roses. So they're starting to look good. They're fifty percent off, and I'll probably take that down on Friday. So if you're interested in a uh, hybrid rose. Uh, it's time to get it now because uh, next yeah. next week they'll be regular price. Okay. And uh, you can tell you know how you can tell it's fall. Fall is on the way. Uh, Milton. Fall asters. There you go. Fall mums. <laughs> fall mums. But they don't but have asters fall are a good one too. Right? Thank you. <laughs> they had them last week. Oh, they last week fall asters. Well, we no. Oh, okay. Fall mums into, but we do have okay. asters. Okay. Oh, do you? We have the the little colorful ones that uh, that color spot grows in uh, in those fancy colors, and then shortly here we'll be getting that f- the Fricardi, the uh, the more native type perennial one. Blooms a little later and uh, more of a purpley blue than a right purple. Right. And uh, I was looking at Neil Spears' uh, uh, write-ups, and he's he's talking about. Somebody wrote in, and they had a very large crepe myrtle removed, and the, the man ground the stump to six inches into the ground, but now they're having sprouts everywhere. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty well at the point of saying any time that you cut off a tree or, or a vine or something like that, you need to paint the wound immediately with uh, that uh, tree and stump. Cut, cut, vine cut, and cut vine killer. and stump killer. Cut vine and stump killer. If it's alive when you cut it down, you ought to put that on there. Otherwise, you're going to have sprout. You could have nightmare. This nightmare could go on for years with oh, the crape Oh myrtle. yeah. And they, they said they tried to apply Roundup. Well, you can't apply Roundup because you kill everything around it. But uh, this, this, the neat thing about this uh, stump vine, uh, stump vine and. Uh, Cut vine and stump cut, killer. Cut vine and stump killer uh, is that you're applying it to a localized part of just uh, that fresh cut. Yeah, you that can fresh control cut. how much and do it, it do it while it's fresh, so it can uptake the deal and uptake the the chemical. And uh, Neil Neil says uh, you could apply herbicide to kill them, but you do risk doing damage to other plants nearby. Now I was, I used to think that too, uh, be worried about that, until Calvin got to talking about uh, using it, using it in between uh, some of his. Uh, and those roses. His, uh, yeah, on, on the roses and uh, the, what well, you use it on hackberries that are growing in roses. 
Yeah, the, the you know the birds carry those seeds in there. Yeah, hackberries, mulberries, everything you can think of. And if the the neat thing, and what Jerry's talking about, if you're spraying Roundup, it any that oh yeah, you know just the vapors, the vapors. You can't spray Roundup yeah. around roses. Period. And but what the, you're doing here, it's got a little, it's got something to thicken it in it. And it's got some. Some of them have even have a dye in there. Well, right now we have the concentrates. The one with the dye, the EPA wanted them to relabel, so that, yeah. I don't know how far that one's going to be out. Uh, but this week I should have one in with a. I'd have to describe it as a cotton ball on the end of a stick. Oh, well that, <laughs> that's like a wick applicator. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that works. So like. We'll have that version hopefully by the end of the week. But uh-huh. there's no dye in that one. But that the. But, you uh, you only get in trouble if you don't follow the instructions. If you don't, if you're not satisfied by just touching it with the. There you go. You say, oh, that can't be. That can't kill that big. Stuff. <laughs> well, it works pretty slick. Just try it a few times, and uh, and then you'll be you'll be a believer. And it's if you follow those instructions, just put it where it's on the on that fresh stump. You won't hurt anything around it. And Neil talked about using a broadleaf weed killer containing 2,4-D, uh, and you have to worry about getting on adjoining, uh, affecting the growth of adjoining. I don't quite understand why Neil is not. I think the great Myrtle doesn't like that, that. That I guess he must not like that product or something. I don't. Well, know. the problem is, uh, for years we were worried about adjoining plants. But you know we've been using this. Uh, you know that's not the uh, the oldest product on the market. That that stump remedy. Yeah. Uh, but we since we started using it, I, I don't think anybody's ever complained about uh, killing adjoining plants. Now, if you sprayed remedy, you had the same issue that you had with uh, uh, with Roundup. You know, you right. it's really vaporizes. So you mix up generally when you buy it, you mix, you buy some, uh, oh, one of the, I, I want to say linseed oil, but that's not it. One of, one of the spreaders, mm-hmm. and that helps Liquor keep spreader. it less, make it less volatile. Uh, but th- this is this is a, this product is, is just one where you just put a very little bit of chemical on the cut, and it doesn't get any place. Around there, and, and as it far targets, as I can tell, no, it targets the the yeah. the weed. Or the, and the thing like I the like weed. about yeah. it, it's you don't have to spend four hundred dollars for my first. I still have my first remedy gallon, and uh, I spent about that much, but I don't know. Oh I mean, yeah, how many years ago that was? Maybe twenty years ago. <laughs> you don't use a lot of it if you're in a you know, a two-acre uh, plot, um, and this stuff is uh, relatively really uh, pretty inexpensive and, mm-hmm. and uh, convenient to use. And and you don't have to. It, it, it comes in smaller containers too. Yeah, for eight, backyard little eight-ounce bottles. Little, yeah, eight-ounce bottles for where you don't. You could you could literally for homeowners that didn't want to keep that stuff around, you could literally buy. Buy some and and use it, uh, especially on the fence line or where the hackberries are coming up, and then just 
throw the rest of it away because you don't have to mix it. That's another thing. You don't have to mix it. You use it straight out of the bottle. So there's a lot of a lot of benefits to that. I like that. Uh, I can't I can't wait to try that applicator. So I've, I've always really liked those uh, kind of that that applicator concept. It's interesting to look at. I, I like the squeeze bottle better with the dye, but you know the EPA is the EPA. <laughs> yeah. So that is the dye wasn't the problem. Nobody or? can answer my my question, yeah. including the manufacturer. So they they said uh, they may have it back. They still have the concentrates. They just don't have the one with the little squeeze bottle. Hmm. Okay. And that squeeze bottle was so cute. Is that the one that looked like the glue bottle? Like That's glue. the one, yeah. That's the one we started with. Hey, let's take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Now I want to ask you a question. Are you ready for fall gardening? Can you imagine pulling up to your yard, the cool fall breeze blowing, and the beautiful garden mums blooming? Well, right now at Millburgers, they can help you with that. In fact, those beautiful fall garden mums are on sale. Wide varieties of colors and sizes, and you'll find them now on sale in the 6-inch pot for just three ninety nine. Or get 10 and you'll find them on sale for just $30 for 10 of them. Right now at Millburgers, you'll also find savings on some of your colorful favorites like Mexican Heather. It's on sale for just $3.88 in the one-gallon container. And this is a great plant. Blue Plumbago is a Texas superstar because it just thrives in San Antonio and looks gorgeous for such a long time. It's on sale for four eighty eight in the one gallon container. You'll find these and much, much more on sale at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Do you owe the IRS or being audited by the IRS? Don't stress alone. Call Taxation Solutions at 210-263-3392. 210-263-3392. And listen to the Taxation Solutions Show for the answers to solving your tax problems. Sundays at three here on nine thirty AM the answer. Homeowners, you know all too well about the recent hails we've had in San Antonio. But did you know that your homeowner's insurance not only covers damage to your roof, but also damage to your deck or wooden fence? Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147 can help you reseal and repair that damage and make it look new again. And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hagendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been because homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985 and their incredible results speak for themselves check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com you'll see miraculous transformations and real testimonials of happy thrilled customers so if your deck fence or patio has been damaged in the recent hailstorms find out about how your homeowner's insurance may cover damages for more information call deck and patio care right now at 822-9147 that's 822-9147 or go to deckandpatiocare.com Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, 
Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hello, I'm Randy Adams from LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. But let me take the fear out of your next purchase of an automobile. Go to HassleFreeAutobuying.com. Let me do the negotiating and make sure you get the most out of your next trade. That's HassleFreeAutobuying.com. This is Albert Moeller for TownHall.com. The Associated Press recently announced that the Marine Corps is going to try to reach a ratio of 1 to 10 in terms of female to male. In the same day, CNN reported that the only female officer enrolled in the Marine Corps Infantry Officers course has dropped out after failing to complete two conditioning hikes last month. Well, it turns out that this particular female officer was the second of only two to have attempted this particular course. This has led General John Kelly to conclude, quote, if we don't change standards, it will be very, very difficult to have any numbers any real numbers coming to the infantry, end quote. When the inclusion of women in all forward combat positions was first broached by the Pentagon, it was claimed that there would be no lowering of physical standards for any combat position. But the reality is that there is still, and will remain, a basic difference between what it means to be male and female that cannot be overcome by ideology, or even by the Pentagon. I'm Albert Moeller. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where Vicki is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Vicki. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you. How are you guys doing? Doing great. That's good. Uh, I wanted to ask a, a question uh, on the oak tree that when you chop the limbs, you should paint them, right? Yeah. Well, yes, ma'am. Well, the general recommendation is that you don't have to paint them in the hottest part of the summer and the coldest part of the uh, coldest part of the year. Uh-huh. But uh, to, to be safe, anything uh, anything one inch or above. Yeah, it, it's it's not a it's not a problem to or should well, be a man, for you to paint them. Well, the man next door he did it once before. Uh, so I could reach the ones who was painted. So he, I had told him if he, any limbs in his mother came to let me know, I would have somebody. So uh, the trash comes along now, and so I noticed outside a lot of limbs. When I looked in his yard, he did a big chop-chop on my nice oak tree. Oh, Vicki, tell us one more time. We, we, we lost you. No, we, we lost you for a second, so I'm you sorry, were talking. I'm sorry, so wasn't your fault. No, no, it wasn't your fault at all. The man next door, he he didn't tell me he was going to chop the limbs of my oak tree, and he reached over and did a lot in my yard, you know, with whatever. I don't know when he did it. It must have been yesterday when I wasn't here. And and it looks like... This is the the time of the year that uh, if you're not going to paint, this is probably the best time of the year to do it. Uh, yeah. Oh, so okay. you you don't have to worry. Yeah, I was worried I was going to get um, an oak man specialist or whatever to do it, you know, to take care of it because I didn't want it to die. It's huge. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. It's, it's, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, right. Beginning beginning October first, though, or I forget. 
cool, cool, really cool at the end of September, but October 1st is kind of a good target date. But most of most of the folks that do prune paint no matter what, especially those big cuts. Uh, yes, Guess I did the ones that he did before. I mean, I saw them, so I was able to reach. But these, I don't know, he must have had a big ladder to do it all that mess he done. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not very happy. Well, don't, don't, don't worry. Don't worry about it. It'll, it'll be okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Y'all have a good okay. day. Thank Thanks you for coming in here. Bye-bye. Uh, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. They say David didn't come by, David Rodriguez didn't come by no, yesterday. He's angry at us. He just, just did his deal and left, uh, and he hadn't called in today to talk about his Backyard Basics Fall Expo, which is uh, September the 17th, so that's... Uh, yeah, it's not yesterday. too far off. Uh, week Saturday. Saturday. Uh, uh, next Saturday, and uh, they they if you're interested in uh, they're gonna have all sorts of uh, workshop workshop sessions, beekeeping basics, backyard chickens, backyard composting of chickens. No, I just backyard <laughs> uh, a turf 101, urban wildlife, uh, keeping fresh food safe. Keeping fresh food safe. Her herb gardening, home aquaponics, and vegetable gardening. And that's going to be, like I say, next Saturday. It's going to be at the San Antonio College Oppenheimer Academic Center, which is at 1819 North Main Street, Main Avenue in San Antonio. Uh, it's $20 per person, $25 on, on site. And uh, free parking. And it starts at 8.30 and goes 8.30 a.m. and goes to uh, 12.30 p.m. Now, if you want, uh, you can register on, online by phone. And the phone, why is the phone error? Okay, let me, let me give you for more information. And then you all can talk about the registration. But for more information, you call the extension office, which is six three one zero four zero zero. Look at you go! Man, does he have it now? He he got it. Till next week, mm. <laughs> or tomorrow even. Six three one zero four zero zero two two one zero. For more information about the backyard basics fall expo, so. And then, like I said, they cover everything from bees to chickens to to anything that you might be interested in. And uh, like I said, the registration fee is uh, twenty-five dollars on site. And uh, let's see, children free area with youth, and they have an area with youth activities. And uh, then, then they have some sample sample drawings at the at the close of the uh, event. So it's a, a pretty neat event, uh, and it's in partnership with uh, Eco Center Centro, Eco Centro. But like I said, that phone number uh, to get more information about the Backyard Basics Fall Expo, which is next Saturday, 
uh, call 210-631-0400. Also, for the uh, those of you who are, may be interested in growing some fruit, uh, uh, there's a, the uh, annual, the fifth annual Texas Fruit Conference is going to be held in New Braunfels this year, which is closer to San Antonio. Usually they have it in College Station or somewhere far away, but you could actually commute to this, and they're going to talk about all all sorts of fruits, olives, grapes, uh, you name the fruit, and they're going to have a have a talk on it. And for more information on on that particular deal, you can go to uh, plantanswers.com, plantanswers.com, and it's the first topics of the topics of the month on the right hand side in red. Uh, so you click on the fifth annual Texas Fruit Conference, and, and that'll give you all the information and the program and things like that. So. Uh, so two uh, really good educational programs coming up, and uh, we've also got in that same same topics of the month section the very last listing on there is direct seeding into the garden soil of late summer and fall plant. Well, a lot of times we t- uh, people wanted to try to do their own broccoli and cauliflower and cabbage and things like that into their own garden. And uh, and even lettuce is is coming up here pretty soon, but uh, there is a there is a right way and a wrong way to direct seed into the garden. You just don't go out there and throw it down. You've got to prepare the soil, pre-irrigate the soil, and things like that. So uh, that information is under the direct seeding into the garden soil of late summer and fall plant. We had a, someone who called yesterday about. They they prefer the the seeding to the to the transplants. Spinach they were, Spinach, talking, they were about. talking about. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, uh, we uh, we discussed the uh, fact that sp- spinach seed is not always easy to get to come up. Uh, you know, a lot of us have seeded spinach through the years, and and it, it doesn't like hot soil, so you you got to kind of wait sometimes, and germination rates are can be uh, inconsistent, so transplants are, make it a lot easier. You wait and use transplants in November, or if you want to try to rush the season a little bit, the transplants are starting to come to area nurseries early this year, it appears. Give it a try. And, by the way, Calvin's going to be somewhere next Saturday, too. Yeah, the 17th, uh, There's a. am part of a free program. We're going to have a nutritionist from... Uh, Health Science Center talk about the fall vegetables and uh, their nutritional value and how to use them, things like kale and cauliflower and chard. And then I will uh, talk about how to grow them and transplants. And everybody that shows up will get a, a transplant of one, you know, broccoli or cauliflower or kale um, if you uh, would like one. And that's over at the uh, Dream Hill Estates Clubhouse. And Dream Hill Estates is a neighborhood up at Medical Center that you just uh, turn uh, to the west on on um, Babcock off of 410. And uh, you'll, Dorothy Louise Drive is uh, 
Well, there's a big running track by the campus there at by the University Hospital, and you just turn into that part. Um, and you, if you want, uh, just send me. Uh, you can just call me three eight two four four five five three eight two four four five five or send uh, Milton a yeah send me an email email and Mil- Milton will get the information to me and I'll I'll send you information. Uh, Dream Hill Estates website will also also has the information. And it's just Milton at klup dot com. That'll work. Milton at klup dot com. All right. What else you got over there? We've got uh, somebody wrote in and said that uh, they have their crepe myrtle leaves are turning powdery white. And uh, the answer is, would you believe they have a fungus disease? <laughs> would you believe? They have a fungus disease uh, called powdery mildew. Most of the standard crepe myrtles, that's why, that's why we... Uh, Trace was talking about the crepe myrtles are still for sale, are very susceptible to powdery mildew. And they've, they've even, but they've made some crosses that the hybrids are not, especially if they're located in, a, in an area that does not have good air circulation. There are many, there are several fungicides that will control it. Well, Funginex is one. However, the leaves are going to remain misshapen and, and whitened. Newer varieties, crepe myrtles, most having Indian names, are resistant to powder and mildew. And let's see. Well, I, I think the the powder and mildew ratings are on on that little uh, brochure that are where out there by the crepe myrtles, where where you know we have a yeah, there's well, chart there's on a there that out says there powder mildew ratings. I'm not sure this powdery mildew. Uh, a lot of the lists have it. listed on there. Well, I'm not sure it's listed for high, low, and medium susceptibility. It used to be on there. I yeah, I, I have to go read yeah. it. I haven't looked at it in a while. Let's remind everybody too. I've gotten a call, a couple of uh, emails on sooty mold from the aphids, and <laughs> what, you, you, the aphids are easy to kill, and you know anything. Uh, Spinosad or seven or whatever you want to use will kill them, but the sooty mold doesn't disappear after the aphids disappear. You've got uh, they, that's almost got to wear off. Yep. Uh, so just leave you know just uh, leave the plant to it, and in a few weeks you'll see less and less of the sooty mold, and then you'll, you see they might drop some leaves and yeah, put new leaves on. Four or five weeks, and they're going to be halfway there. Yeah. So is the rain made more for more aphids and the weather? Conditions? Well, lush lush foliage does and and yeah, growth. the rain yeah. in spring did. Oh, okay, but not uh, the recent rains in August. And... But uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's aphids on a lot of plants right now that are showing uh, new growth. Well, around here they're notorious on two things: the crepe myrtles and the butterfly weed. Yeah. Oh. Other than that, we don't have too many issues. So uh, what's the, you want to, while we have about a minute or so left, the plant of the weekend and... Plant of the weekend, and (laughs) it's dragon fruit. It's a tropical cactus, so it's It's low. It's not the most beautiful plant you ever saw. I think it's gorgeous. You think it's gorgeous? I think it's gorgeous. How many fingers am I holding up? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, they wouldn't have any idea whether I give them the right yeah, or the wrong be. answer. Uh, Two-gallon can on a little trellis. They're uh, $49.99, and uh, it's a it's an unusual plant, and it puts on an edible fruit after about six years. And we we know these are at least four years into that. So uh, within a couple of years, we should be getting some fruit off of it. Uh, in the, mean, in the meantime, you can enjoy its intrinsic beauty. It, it is very... <laughs> Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Is that right? Yes, it is. And it's, it's spe- especially beautiful if you, if you can't see too well. It's you know, I thought I picked a good one because it had fruit on it. Jerry might could, like it. Has it got thorns yeah, on it? It does have thorns you on get, it. You, this is tough for you. We were hoping. Yeah. I thought maybe you'd pick the, 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 can, that was, the candlestick. That was, that was my vote. I would have, except for uh, I only have that one plus, I think, one other one. Oh, okay. So that, that one uh, just the plant growing quickly sold all the little ones. Well, we got to run. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to the guys and Trace, and thanks to Al back at the station for getting the calls on the air and making it sound so good. I'm Milton Glick. You join us next Saturday back here at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll be here at Mill Burgers uh, talking gardening with you. Until then, we'll see you next week on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.